Um, do we have any pre-show stuff? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'll just put that thing. I'll put the thing in about the beef. No, don't put the thing in about the beef. I don't have beef with anyone. I don't need more beef. No beef. No beef. Um, Wait, if you don't have beef with anyone, nah, you, don't, you don't need no, more beef? You want to no. expand on that? No, I don't need beef with anyone. I am positive vibes only. What you put into the world is what you get back. I am not judging or criticizing. I am positive vibes only. Is no no the, beef. No beef, no criticism, no... Um, no drama, no more drama in my life. That's, that's me and Mary J. Yeah. If, uh, yeah. Tell your boyfriend if he's got beef that I'm a vegetarian, <laughs> I'm a vegetarian and I'm not fucking scared of him. Ready? Three, two, one. Kabam. Wow, that was a new so, one. So melodic, uh, beautiful. I yeah, thought um, that was good. That was the words you were looking for, right? Yeah, maybe I'll try to auto tune it. Yeah, please do. Make me sound like Travis Scott. Please. Actually, just kidding. I don't have. I don't have enough time to auto tune it. <laughs> yeah. Um. What's good, brother? Nothing much. Just got back from Virginia. Yeah. NASCAR weekend. Yeah, you didn't talk to me about Virginia or NASCAR or any of this before I left for LA, and so I was pleasantly surprised and very happy to see that you uh, you have you found your people apparently. <laughs> I don't know if I'd call them my people, but um, I think that when you're thinking about NASCAR in your head, you've, people have a preconceived idea of what it's going to be and who's going to be there. Yep. And in my experience, the people I was sitting around, some sure, some of the people I thought would be there were there, um, but okay. there were a lot of other people there too, and a lot of good, solid, salt-of-the-earth people. Yeah. Where was this? Virginia? Yeah, said? Richmond. Was this a last-minute thing? Was this a thing? No, that... we've been planning on it. Uh, well, I have a friend who is starting law school at UVA, so mm-hmm. we went down to visit him before he gets going. And yeah. um, Richmond's only like an hour away, so sick. We made these plans a couple months ago and stuck to them, and it was fucking great. That's we, dope. We met up with uh, the one and the only Grill Fibson. Yep. He's driving up from South Carolina, North Carolina. A separate trip, separate journey. Just yeah. happened to be, you know, cross paths. Yeah. We had discussed this at um, a brunch. Okay. Um, a week <laughs> prior. Um, okay. He was talking about his trip, and then I said, "Oh, I'll be in Virginia next week." And then, oh. You know, we made it happen. Yeah, NASCAR was fucking sick, though. Like the tailgate scene was great. It's BYOB, so you can bring in, you can literally bring in a cooler. Like that's what we did. We had a cooler and a backpack full of beers. Oof. You know, that's. Crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. For like a sporting event to have BYOB. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that makes it one of the greatest sporting events I've ever been to just because like. You don't have to buy $18 Bud Light. No. Yeah. And it was just so nice to just have it right there. And, you know, we even had, you know, some seltzers for my non-alcoholic friend. Ooh. Um, nice. Yeah. And we were just living it up through some bets. Cool. It was plus 40 at the end of the night, which Oof. is, which you love to see. And. I don't know. It's just really fun. You know, you think just watching cars go in a circle, I think it'd be boring, but no. you know, there's strategy, there's, there's beef, there's grit, you know, there's all that good shit that makes sports good for watching. And I will say it's one of the least pretentious sporting events I've ever been to. How, how do you measure that? I mean, it was just like, everyone's just kind of there to have a good time and chill out. Like nobody's like, nobody's like yelling, like, except mm. for us, we were saying fuck Kyle Busch, <laughs> but, um, no, that's just because the internet told us to say that. Okay. My friend ended up walking away with some Kyle Busch merch, though. That went kind of went hard. But yeah, how was the merch game? Merch game was all right. I wasn't super yeah. thrilled. Um, I did buy myself a shirt of the winner. Um, okay. Who was? Kevin Harvick. Okay. 
Um, and could have named any name there, and I would have been. Yeah, said, well, yeah I, was, okay. I was rooting for. I had a plus two thousand on Joey Logano. Oh. He, he led for like probably slowly Logano. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> he led for probably like <laughs> two hundred fifty out of four hundred laps. He was running a good race, and then his car just gave it at the end. Oh, um, fuck. But hate I'm a sportsman, it. you know. I go and I pick it up, and mm-hmm. I look and I see and I yeah. read the field, and you know, it was it was, it was a good time. I, lo- I I love sports. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, Kevin, you came to the office today, and you you had a new attitude. You had a new vibe. You know, you kind of, um, well, you said you you're going into your uh, uh, white trash era. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Is that politically a, correct? I'm in a white trash phase right now. Yeah. You look like uh, call me Kev Riggins. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Might you, start uh, laying down some country bars. You, you, Kevin's gone country. I think is what you need to know. You, you have a bit of a uh, Jody High Roller, a little riff raff uh, energy yeah. coming into the studio today. Which yeah, I think it's more Ricky from Trail Park Boys. Yeah, I wish I could. I wish I had the strong uh, beard line that he has to be able to get the uh, all oh. those designs. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you want to show the camera there a little bit of the side piece, it's it's uh, it's coming in sharp. And, yeah, this uh, is my good side too. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. To, to be clear, I do not have braids in my hair. It's just uh, the mullet's running free. <laughs> Okay. Okay. You want to clarify that? Uh, Kevin, speaking of, uh, I also need to get ahead of a narrative. Yeah. Despite the fact that I may look like it, I'm not going through a midlife crisis. <laughs> I just want to let you know that's a narrative I'm trying to get ahead of. And uh, while you're trying to get ahead of this uh, narrative that you're not sort of cosplaying as a, a Southern uh, gentleman, I am also not going through a midlife crisis despite, despite the fact that I look like a, a, a DJ or a raver from the 90s. <laughs> yeah, that. That necklace is pretty cool, though. Where'd you get it? Thank you. I made it at a, a beach shop, actually. I made oh, it, wow. I made it myself. So, yeah, it may, it may appear from the outside that I am I'm coming up to a big number birthday, and that, therefore, I would be okay. starting to uh, regress or starting to act out as a, a form of a, a sort of a, a, a regression, I yeah. guess, or a sort of a kicking and screaming, uh, as you may say. Okay. But um uh, I want to get ahead of that narrative and say I'm I'm, I'm absolutely not. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have said that. But no, thanks for getting out in front of that. That's right. Yeah, I just you got to you got to control the narrative before the narrative controls oh, yeah. you. So um, that's just something I want to get ahead of. So two of us, uh, a bit of a, a vibe shift. Yeah, I mean, say what you will. I yeah. mean, I I'm not cosplaying as white trash because I I am a little <laughs> bit white trash. Yeah, me too. I've I, got white trash roots. That's right, and I am not cosplaying as a '90s raver because. I lived through the nineties yeah. and I have been to exactly two to three raves. The TikTok you just posted. Yeah. Pretty solid. Nice raver, yeah. Kevin, I will say when I was about to post that TikTok, I was like, should I post or not post it? And in my head, I heard you, uh, the angel on my shoulder saying, uh, Alex, just post this shit. Don't overthink it. So which is honestly, that's really helpful for me. Yeah. That's what social media is. Just yeah. Let it rip. Let it rip. Who fucking cares? Well, I, I I let it go, and I'm like, guess I'm doing this. Fuck it. I'm gonna make some TikTok. So follow me on TikTok. I'm gonna. I'm trying to, dude. It. I will have to say, I it, I don't want to admit how long it took me to figure out how to make a TikTok. Oh yeah. It was not easy. It, yeah. it, it was. Uh, yeah. Um. I may look like I'm only 19, but like, let's I, get this guy some tutorials. Yeah. I, 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 at one point, I did YouTube, like how to add a photo to a TikTok, and I was just like, man, this is this is not pretty. <laughs> um. But I figured it out, and I'm okay. Um, today's show is brought to you by the Dialline, the good folks over at thedialline.com. Uh, consistently posting the best stories and packaging and news and sustainability, resources, conferences, award shows, you name it, they do it. Um, they're the best people in the world, so shout out to Dialine. Go over there, read all their stuff. 
good good on TikTok and good on Instagram, posting more content. Mm-hmm. Unboxing on TikTok, I oh, guess yeah. they're doing a lot of, which um, is really, really awesome. And and all the brands you see on the website with like the very polished case study images, if you want to see actually what those packages look like in real life, go to their TikTok because they're actually oh. getting them most of the time. I imagine they're being sent by the brands or the PR agencies, and so they get to unbox them and open them, and you actually get to see what they look like mm-hmm. in real life, which is really interesting to see, and so I'm really enjoying it. Speaking of, Kevin, uh, we don't do free ads on this show, but we have a new policy, a new policy for the listeners. If you want us to try your product, send it to us. Yeah, just send it to us. Just send it to us. It's as simple as that, and today we have a listener that sent us a brand called Prickly, so shout out to Noah Lovis. He is the creative advisor at a brand called Prickly. Their Instagram handle is Drink Prickly, P-R-I-C-K-L-E-E. And it is a delicious hydration brand made from real cactus. So they have immunity, hydration, recovery. Apparently they were on Shark Tank. Um, haven't been watching as much Shark Tank le- recently, so I didn't see it. But they uh, were so kind to send us some, some drinks. And uh, we have them here with us, and we're going to try them. We're going to do a really quick drink review. Um, this is shameless plug here. If you want a shameless plug on our program with millions of listeners all over the world, designers and brand people and just people that love culture and design, send us your product and we'll try them on the air. What are the flavors here, Kevin? Uh, prickly pear, which is the original. Okay. We got wild strawberry plus hibiscus. Okay. And we got tropical mango plus ginger. Cool. I'm excited about this because I have no preconceived notions. I don't really know what cactus water is. I think it's almost like a coconut water alternative. It says it has 50% less sugar and calories than coconut water, which is kind of sick. I, I kind of love that. Ooh. So I do be reaching for coconut water um, in a pinch when I'm trying to get um, get rid of a hangover, trying to regain some hydration in my system. And yeah. I do find that they are a little sugary and uh, the calorie count's a little higher than I'd like them to be. Yeah, that's a good point. I actually am with you right there, Kevin. I do really like coconut water. Um, so if I like, you know, ate a really salty meal or I'm like, you know, was outside at the beach all day or, you know, I really need to sort of hydrate or I need something to like coconut water quite a bit. And I will say I do like how sweet it is, um, but this is delicious, prickly delicious. Um, cactus water, uh, nice packaging, cool logo. Um, I tried the prickly pear one. Um, I'm not the biggest pear fan. It's not my favorite flavor, but it's a good tasting product. Yeah, the taste is kind of subtle, but I like it. I'm going to try strawberry right now. Um, Strawberry's good. Um, Good hand feel on the label. Um, Yeah, less sugar, low calorie, no carbonation. It feels hydrating. It it, it has that kind of coconut water vibe where you you can feel the hydration happening. It's got electrolytes, which I always like for taste. yeah, no, this is... Uh, it's good stuff. This is quality stuff, and the packaging is cool, so thank you to Noah. Appreciate Noah. Noah also was a, a model for Hayware, a brand that we uh, did the branding for. So um, full circle, shout out to Noah, fan of the program, sending us free stuff, and uh, we appreciate that over here. Yeah, good packages on Yeah, good hand. packaging. Um, I'm, I'm kind of vibing with this mango. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to try the mango. Um, so far, I rank... Let me, let me try the third one, I'll rank them. Ooh, I'm I'm loving that tropical mango ginger. That's really good. That's my first one. Then mango, pear, strawberry. That's the order. Delicious. I would agree with that. Yeah, really good. The mango ginger one is really interesting. It's got a unique flavor. It's not just like kind of like a traditional mango, kind of like just like 
fake artificial mango that actually tastes quite nice and, and delicate. Yeah. It, it's tropical. I taste a little bit of pineapple, maybe a little bit in there. Um, and then definitely ginger, which is really nice. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, let's get into the program for Kevin. Uh, first story of the day is uh, maybe the best commercial I've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. And it comes from a brand, an unexpected place. They are called SOS Heating and Cooling. Kevin, had you, have you heard of this brand prior to uh, this commercial? Not prior to this commercial. No. They have signed a deal, an NIL deal, which is name, image, and license. Likeness. Deal, likeness. With a athlete. He is a wide receiver from Nebraska. And his name is The Coldest Crawford. Um, sick name. That is not just a sick name. That is maybe the greatest name in the history of sports. The coldest Crawford. The coldest, yeah. That's got to be up there. That yeah. put, put him on Mount Rushmore already. Amazing. I mean, we we're talking about Choco Taco coasting off its name. We talked about Carmelo Anthony, maybe, maybe being a Hall of Famer because of both his stats, but also an amazing name. Yeah, DeBrickshaw Ferguson. DeBrickshaw Ferguson, a great name. The coldest Crawford is such a sick name for a receiver too yeah i mean that is that's that's an impossible name to pot how do you guard the coldest you can't you can't do that and so um the very smart people at sos heating and cooling saw an opportunity because now you can do deals with players even though they're in college which you never could do previously to this uh this year right is i think it's year. second year this is the second year okay so this is the second year you're able to actually give money to uh, student athletes mm -hmm. and put them in commercials and it's fantastic because for years and years and years you, the co colleges were making millions and millions of dollars off of these athletes and then they couldn't even like afford to buy lunch well yeah and and uh, the big ones were just getting the money under the table yes so. and exactly so making it more sketchy and yeah exactly weird. and making it better for alabama and like the 10 schools that are paying for all these athletes yeah. to go there and you know um yeah it's, it's hard for the student athlete the coldest crawford is in this commercial promoting uh he will keep it cool this summer. Take it from the coldest. That's all you need to know. Yeah. That's it. It's a commercial. It's about air conditioning. He's a star. His name is Dakota Crawford. Yeah. We got a saying around here. If it fits, it ships. And uh, this surely fits. And goddamn, it doesn't ship. Yeah. yeah. There's no other way to describe it. It's just, it's just a perfect collaboration. And uh, even if he never plays a single down in the NFL, to win. Oh, he's got to get through college first. No, but I'm saying he's, like a yeah. lot of, you know, a lot of these deals are like, is this person going to be a future star? I think that's what people say. We got to focus on the present though. He's got a name that I think the expectations now are, yeah, Canton or bust. <laughs> I don't want to put those expectations on, 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 on. Those are expectations of one. Yeah. Um, I take it uh, day by day. He's actually hurt this season. He, no uh, way. He fucked his leg up. Oh, so. no. So I, this think is, he's, I think he's going to sit out the entire season. No, the coldest but, is going to be on the bench. But I hope they cut some more commercials with him because an electric performance. Yeah, he's great in the commercial, too. And they have the so this really cool, like, cheesy, like, ice uh, screen freezing over graphic. And yeah. it breaks, and he's there. And, yeah. Wow. It's, what, a, what, a, what a blessing. <laughs> it's so low budget that it's perfect. And it's not like pretending. It's not a high brand trying to be low budget. Mm -hmm. It's just low. It looks like it was shot on an iPhone. Yeah. I mean, it's sick. I, <laughs> I kind of, I have half a mind to start getting into that line of work. Which is? Local commercials. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, I mean, this is, this is everything you want in sort of a local TV commercial. Yeah. With the Coldest Crawford promoting SOS heating and cooling. It's perfect. There's nothing else to say. 
there's no criticism. There's just, you know, some things are, you know, uh, never be criticized. They should only be praised. I think that's the first time you've ever said that on this show. Yeah. Um, and that's high praise coming from Alex Center, the man who says, I wish they would have gone further to no. most, almost everything. No, it's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you bring up a good point. Um, I don't want the wishes went anywhere. It's perfect. His acting, the concept, the budget, the, the, the script, the, the whole thing. Is, yeah. is, is a 10 no notes for me. Wow. Yeah, a, a perfect 10. Speaking of cold, Kevin, the uh, next story comes from thedyeline.com, and it's Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola's oh. back. Oh, yeah? What, are, what, are they, what kind of soda do they have at this time? Ready? Coca-Cola Creations' latest innovation. First, famously, they had Starlight, inspired by space. Then, Pixels, inspired by technology. <laughs> then, a DJ. Inspired by music. Where do you go from there, Kevin? <laughs> Dream World. Oh, wow. Coca-Cola's newest creation explores, quote, the surrealism of the subconscious. It's got a blue label with a pink window and a yellow shadow. And according to the Atlanta-based soda maker, Dream World found the inspiration in Gen Z and the dreamy potential of youth of course they did the label background is a dreamy blue and the yellow shadow is gives a surreal effect upside down portals lead to purple mountains and liquid metal cacti multi-layered windows bubbles and upside down clouds get placed throughout the label the overall effect is a surrealism landscape reminiscent of 90s digital art you ready for my quote from alessandro casino creative and shopper program director from coca-cola north america Yes, hit She me. said, quote, Coca-Cola Dream World taps into Gen Z's passion for the infinite potential of the mind by exploring what a dream tastes like. Quote, like the Coca-Cola creations that came before it, Dream World plays with the unexpected and will no doubt provide, provoke discovery and debate among consumers, which we welcome. Oh, boy. Oh, yes. Dream World uh, is going to come out on August 15th. It'll be available in 20-ounce and 7-point-ounce mini cans. And only will be in Canada. No, it's U.S. and Canada. Oh, it is? Okay, cool. Um, so, Kevin, last week, I knew, for, before we get off the, into the design of it, last month, I guess, when they launched uh, Marshmallows, mm -hmm. um, Coca-Cola Creations flavor, it said it tasted strawberry-flavored, and mm -hmm. I was on the record as saying that it ruined the mystique. Yeah. And it ruined the mystery of what was happening because they – explained what the flavor was. Yeah. And part of why I love Coca-Cola Creation so much is that they do not do that, or they hadn't done that before, mm -hmm. so that when you're truly trying something, you have no idea what it's going to taste like. It's sort of a mystery flavor. Yeah. Well, and so I need to give them some praise because this one goes back to not describing what the flavor tastes like on the front of the label. Yeah, they must have had to do that because of the uh, food marshmallow which, which, mix-up. Which makes sense. Yeah. And I was concerned that that was going to affect all Coca-Cola creations, a concern that I probably had and zero other people had <laughs> in the planet. But um, I got to say, I'm back. I'm back. They oh, got, they got me. you They again. got me back. Coca-Cola dream world. What is What does a dream taste like, Kevin? I know that I need to it, know. I bet it tastes like blue raspberry. It's tough to say. I don't know. It's it, it. It looks like '90s clip art. That's a compliment that I don't think it lives up to. Oof. So I will say, and this is if I'm going to be critical, which I, positive vibes only on the show. <laughs> I wonder, and this is just a mere question that I have: how many more 
modern retro throwback design styles do we have left in Coca-Cola creations? Cause I feel like they've done the old school pixels. They've done the sort of surrealist space. They've done, you know, now the this, 2010s DJ, the 2010s <laughs> DJ. And then they did the 2007 Microsoft, you know, clip art. I'm I'm here for it. I like I like some of the 3D rendering worlds that they did. Yeah. You know, some of that stuff is nice. I think it works better for me on the visuals, like in the sort of in scene, than mm -hmm. it does on the actual label itself. Tough, tough to make that clip art magical 3D thing work on like a flat yeah artwork file when you have you know so much information and stuff. But I'm I'm here for this. I love I, I like the experimental nature of Coca-Cola Creations. You know, again, I, they're they're moving them pretty fast. This is like the fourth one. It seems like in the last like I think I read that this one's the last one of the year. Ooh, I mean, maybe I would have spaced them out a little bit. Yeah. That's 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 maybe how I would have done. They finished but too quick. They did. They did. Um, the the uh, the creations. They're just they're pumping them out. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. I think it's interesting. I think it's weird and. Yeah, I, I guess one of my questions when it first came out was like, how many of these are we going to get, and how, how how far and wide do they go? And I I feel like I feel like this is working for me, but it it does feel like it's losing a little bit of steam. I'm glad you came through with the positivity. Yes, of course, we're always positive on the show. However, I'm going to say a negative thing about it. Okay, um, you're allowed to. This I don't a... really care about. I, I I'm on the record. I don't really like these that much. Okay. I don't know who they're for. Yeah. I mean, this one's for Gen Z. Is Gen Z actually drinking Coca Cola? I doubt it. And like, do they really give a shit about these new graphics? Can you just release a soda without some like half-assed like bullshit strategy about being for Gen Z? Like, why why does it have to be like that? Like, just say like, oh, we we're trying to do cool things and like we're pushing the boundaries of like what Coca Cola is. Like, does it have to be for a Gen Z audience? Everything's a fucking Gen Z audience. Like, you're not connecting. Yeah, I mean, it does take some of the mystique in the way that putting the name of the flavor on the f side of the flavor, that's supposed to be a mystery, to say that we tapped into Gen Z's passion for infinite potential and, and of the mind by exploring what a dream tastes like. Mm -hmm. It just feels like you're wearing your strategy on your sleeve, being like, how do you do, fellow kids? Um, I, I do you like this clip art from yeah. the 90s that you didn't live through? Um, that I lived through. Um, I don't know if you could tell by the uh, pearl necklace I'm wearing. Um, I, I lived through the 90s. Um, Alex is a 90s veteran. I was I was there. Um, you were not there. Um, but no, I mean, I get what they're trying to do, but it does feel a little bit... This one feels a little on the nose, I'm going to be honest there. You know, I guess yeah. is what you're saying. It's like, it, 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 there's, there's something that is is making you it's putting your uh you know your wall up kevin as a yeah. conscious consumer and 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 i think you are often one that sort of is uh conscious when corporate america is trying to uh is trying to take advantage of you sure yeah <laughs> is that a way uh your bullshit detector nothing makes me want a product less than like just revealing like strategy mm. i think it's just kind of hacky also what do dreams taste like I don't know. My dreams taste like running into Joe Burrow at a restaurant and eating dinner with him. That was last night. I had that dream last night. That was fucking sick. And if, if Coke could promise me that I could relive that dream, yeah, I'd fucking drink Coke every day. Make it happen, Coke. Would you say it tasted like a dive bar? Uh, 
your your dream? You met Joe Burrow in a dive no, bar? No, 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 no. It was a nice steakhouse. Oh, nice steakhouse. Um, uh, we, I don't know if we've discussed our dreams before. My dreams are uh, I only play for the Mets and the Knicks, and I'm constantly uh, forgetting my jersey. That's how all my dreams go. I'm like, I made it to the Knicks, and like, I'm about to go to the game, and like, it's my big, my my whole friends and family, everyone from New York mm-hmm. is there, Madison Square Garden. And like I'm in the locker room, and like my jersey's not there, and I can't find it. I th- have you talked to your therapist about it? Yeah, it's about anxiety. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get those too. No, it's same it's, type deal. But it's they're so basic. Like, yeah. Um. Uh. uh my wife uh, has um uh, very expansive dreams. She'll mm-hmm. be like, I'm on a pirate ship, and we're flying through the fucking sky, and like we're you know you know it's 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 you know it's, I don't have any you know uh, I have a hoverboard, and like it's all sort of very crazy cool. Uh, futuristic dreams mm-hmm. or not even future just crazy creative and mine is like yeah so got the big league call up to the <laughs> Mets I was in Syracuse for a couple of years and I've just been waiting for my shot and I get to the big leagues and I only have one cleat in my locker and then I'm like they can't I'm calling everyone trying to get cleats and they decide that if I only have one cleat I can't play damn so yeah it's really sad it's all just pure anxiety but at the basic most basic level wait so you're saying you don't want to taste dreams my dreams are just yeah. Apparently, they're just pure anxiety. Um, yeah, I'm. I, I'm. I said that Starlight grabbed me, mm-hmm. and I was like, I remember when I went to a gas station and I saw Starlight, and I was like, oh, gotta try it. And I was into the flavor, and I was into the mystique. It, granted, it was the first one. So, yeah. Um, this one, if I see it, I don't know if it does that for me. Yeah. I think I'll probably be like, mm, there it is. I Maybe I'll take a picture on my phone. Yeah. Post on the gram. Put it yeah. back on the shelf. <laughs> I saw the marshmallow one in a gas station in Ira. Delaware on my on my trip, and I was about to grab for it, and then I was like, "Fuck now!" And so I I grabbed a a Pepsi Draft instead, and it was fucking horrible. Whoa, what's a Pepsi Draft? It's like a, the nitro. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, I didn't like it that much. I thought it tasted flat. Maybe I poured it wrong or like Ooh, whatever. Nitro. But I did I did pour it into a glass and or in my travel Ooh. thermos. And, I did. I didn't think it was that good. No. Really? Yeah. We had talked about this on the show. It was the first ever nitrogen infused cola, and it just seemed like it was like a bit of like an espresso type. It wasn't. Situation. It wasn't even coffee. Oh, it's just like a regular. No, it was just cola with nitro draft. Yeah, yeah. it's just like a different type of uh, carbonation. Yeah, mid mids. Ah, you hate to hear it, Kevin. I think the the truth is, you know what you should do? Drink prickly. Yeah. That's what you should be doing. You should be drinking cactus water. I've been noticing a lot of cactus water alcohol. Like yeah, ca- like alcoholic cactus water. Hmm. I think this is maybe a trend. Um, you ever have San Pedro cactus water? No, I haven't had any cactus water. That shit will make you uh, what? Make you trip for ten hours. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna look it up right now. Um, so yes, Kevin, uh, I am. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not that interested in what dreams taste like. And uh, I, if I see this, I, I most likely am not gonna pick it up. But. Maybe for the for, for the content, I would. Um, moving on to the next story um, from the dialine.com, uh, America's greatest website. Um, it's hot. It's summer. Everyone needs a little bit of a reprieve from the uh, from the temps here, and uh, the good people at Miller High Life have an have an answer. You ready for it? Mm-hmm. Dive bar flavored ice cream. Let that one sink in. Yep. 
Uh, we have a quote from Bob Vidra, the associate marketing manager for Miller High Life. These are premium ice cream bars that are reminiscent of all the scents and tastes of the dive bar that you actually want to taste. They're an ode to the high life in the form of ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Kevin, in your mind, if you're going to try to taste a dive bar, what's that going to taste like? <laughs> Salty. Um, piss all over the bathroom. Yep. Um, definitely Miller High Life for sure. Yep. It's my go-to. I, I don't know. I, what, yeah. How I, did they do it? I'm thinking piss, vomit, you know, kind of like stale bottom of the keg beer, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, not a lot of windows. So just stuffy yeah, air. Yeah. 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 Um, they decided to not infuse the, 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 yeah, the only, ice cream the, only the good parts with any of those flavors. Instead, they have a chocolate dipping to evoke the dark wood and dim lighting in dive bars. Sure. So I guess that is technically dark. Yeah, dark. A peanut swirl, which is a nod to the classic dive bar snack. So maybe like the peanuts that are sometimes mm-hmm. on the ground in like a dive bar that, you know, have been there for weeks or something. Sure. Yeah. Uh, maybe they give them out uh, free. They make uh, you salt. Uh, they yeah. make, they're salty, make you thirsty. You yeah. Drink yeah. more. Um, a hint of vanilla smoke flavor that invokes dive bar statistics. Oh, we forgot cigarette smoke. That's true. That's a good one. When's the last time you were at a bar that you could smoke at? <sighs> Not since the 90s, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a swirl of caramel to represent dive bar's sticky floors. Okay. Not uh, no, no worn carpet flavor here. And then finally, a sprinkle of fizzy carbonated candy to bring Miller High Life's effervescence to every bite. Kevin, I guess. All right. Yeah, what do, you, what do, we, think, what do we think here? Uh, I think the reasoning behind the ingredients is kind of cool. Yeah. I, I do appreciate that. Um, like, I will say this is coming from like a high end, like ice cream, boozy ice cream producer. Ooh, um, okay. So I'm not sure, like, if you're going to do like a beer ice cream, maybe it is good to do something like High Life that, like, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a big High Life guy. Mm. But, like, the taste is not, like, you know, it's not the best greatest beer you'll ever have it's not a no. gourmand beer it's, that's not what it's for you know um it's to drink a lot of it or you know just enjoy a couple a couple cold ones with whoever but Got it. I, don't, I don't know I, I i'm not a big uh, boozy ice cream guy Is but this actually- one kind of piqued my interest I, I won't lie yeah i have been on the record and i will say it again get your booze out of my ice cream i'm not a fan of putting mixing booze and ice cream even though it's sort of a trend there's like a spot in brooklyn mm-hmm. that does like boozy ice cream i just think it's like those those keep those things separate. Like, yeah, I like booze and I like ice cream. Don't don't need a boozy ice cream. So I guess this does have Miller uh, High Life. The ice cream is actually infused with Miller High Life. So to me, that's probably going to taste not so great, and I'm not really want, wanting that. Uh, the boozy ice cream maker is called Tipsy. Um, so I think they. Um, I will say at first, my sort of natural inclination was like, yeah, this feels gimmicky, and I'm not really for it, and I think it's going to taste like shit. But I will say the description of all those flavors. Yeah. Gave me um, a bit of a bit of a sparkle of joy. We could ha- we could get them. We could get them. Oh, on we can Friday, get them. Yeah. Okay, so maybe we'll get them. We'll give that give it a whirl. But yeah, I think they. I think I like the fact that they weren't hiding. You know, the the smoky, the sticky floors, the like, you know, the dark wood. Yeah, they the, leaned in. They leaned Which in. Is cool. I love seeing people lean in. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, Nathan Fielder um, <laughs> when he did the poop flavored, uh, you know, uh, yogurt. Which, yeah. to be fair, continues to be. Every time we do stuff like this, gold standard. It, it's just like they all feel every marketing gimmick feels like Nathan for you skit at yeah. this point. Um, I mean, as as they should. I don't know. Yeah, I I started watching the second episode of the rehearsal, and uh, 
it didn't feel you quite had to power as, through. Yeah, it didn't feel quite as joyful. I'm gonna be honest. The first episode was a. Uh, I lo- I liked it still though. Yeah, I I was on a plane and I I was like oh, I don't know if this is the vibe I'm looking for, <laughs> but I gotta I gotta stick with it. Yeah, and, stick uh, with it. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to keep going. Uh, moving on, Kevin. A new story actually comes from Under Consideration, aka brand new, um, and it is uh, a story called YouTube Shorts Drive Through. So long story short. <laughs> Uh, YouTube is a uh, a video platform uh, that I Kevin uh, you know I'm a big fan of watching the YouTubes, um, and so basically they uh, did an activation at VidCon. So VidCon is like I assume a giant conference in the style of Comic Con where I like, think it's all just a bunch the, of influencers, all the biggest YouTubers and like influencers go, and so YouTube did a pop up where they collaborated with 18 influencers or different types of creators and they created um each one got their own type of snack so um they collaborated with people like luis castro mac does it nessa barrett um patrick star um uh ben of the week um kelly wakasa um, Nessa Barrett, did I already say her? I don't, I can't remember. So basically, they partnered with all these creators and YouTubers, and they created a sort of pop up called the YouTube Shorts Drive Through. The YouTube's Shorts. The YouTube Shorts Drive Through, and then they created non fungible treats. Okay. And then they created custom packaging for each and every single one of these products, and actually, I imagine put real products in them. And the drive-thru would serve these custom creator snacks bite-sized because these are YouTube mm-hmm. shorts, which are yeah, yeah, yeah. bite-sized pieces of content. And to do this, they partnered with New York, LA-based branding agency, St. Urban, and they did all the packaging and all the branding and kind of collaborated with uh, their internal team and I imagine all these creators to mm-hmm. create what looks like a healthy amount of work. Yeah, it's honestly a extremely... In- it's an impressive amount of work, yeah. like just making all those package designs. There's what, like twenty? Yeah, over over twenty maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all really good. Like, and yeah. they've all got like their own nicely art directed photos. Yes. Make them look really good. Yep. Oh yeah, pretty big lift, I'd say. I'm a I'm a fan. I like I like this stuff and the fact that like, you know, there's a lot of conceptual thinking and and all the snacks, and they relate to the uh, like a part of the content creator story. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, and they yeah. have a bit of that Gen Z design style to them. So they all feel somewhat consistent to me, but even though there's 18 and they all have sort of like their own quirks and their own look and feel. And Kevin, I think you're right. The best part about this is probably the art direction in mm-hmm. my mind of like the worlds that they built around each and every single product, which, um, you know, is again, is for this brand new article and for their <laughs> website, I imagine, um, even though they were all sold in like a specific space, but yeah, no, this is really cool. I mean, I think it's really interesting. I think it's like, it makes me feel a million years old cause I have no idea who any of these people are that are doing these collaborations, but I agree with you. I'm sure they each have something to do with like their style or their sort of what they do. You know, I guess they probably put little like Easter egg things into all the packaging. Oh, yeah. There was one guy, there was one guy who had beans because, uh, one of his big videos that helped him blow up. He like cooked some beans on a stove and almost burned down his house or something like that. There it is. Exactly. That's the type of stuff I was talking about that yeah. I didn't know because I don't know who any of these people are. But I will say 
really cool job done by uh, St. Urban. Lots of cool packaging stuff. Lots of cool art direction stuff. I do have one bone to pick. Yeah, pick the bone. One thing, and I have to do it. I'm sorry. A drive-thru mm-hmm. is not exactly a place where you get snacks. They reinvented the drive-thru. Is that it? It looks like, but it looks like a fast food establishment. Yeah, I don't. I'm not too sure. <laughs> um, I, I can't speak on that. So I'm sorry to be that guy. I hate to be the but however guy. Well, actually. Well, actually, that's yeah. That's not the role I want to play here. Positive vibes only. But this probably would have made more sense if it was like a bodega or like a snack store. But maybe that would have been, this is a big activation and maybe that would have been smaller or they, I don't know. Like it just feels like you're mixing your kind of metaphors here. You don't go to a drive through and get snacks. You go to a Have you ever been to like, have you ever been to like a beer drive through? I have, but that's not what this is. You get snacks there. Yeah, but that's not what this is. This is like a, this looks like a Chick-fil-A or like a Taco Bell. Like it has like a mm-hmm. very specific look of like a fast food establishment. So listen, I'm not here to, you know, sort of uh, th- throw uh, wrenches here into the concept, but a really, a really cool project overall and 18 package designs and all this video and all these things like pretty cool. Yeah. So I got an idea. For, it, I got sh- an idea for YouTube. Oh, hit me. For YouTube shorts. Um, they should call them YouTubes. They should just, you know, YouTube, and they got the S logo, which is pretty nice. Mm. So if you just add YouTubes, <laughs> then you can actually have you like have mm-hmm. a have a place in your brand for the percentage of people who call them YouTubes. Yeah, I don't like that. You don't like that? <laughs> no, it's not for me. You don't want to go watch some YouTubes? No, no. Do you no, think no. we should get up on YouTubes? I watch YouTubes, but I don't want that to be uh, part of the circulation. Real question. I will say I do like the S logo. I don't the know. The S if they logo made that. does go pretty hard. Yeah. yeah, but an S with a sort of a play sign in the middle of that. Yeah. Should we get on YouTube Shorts? <sighs> I think that's a good question. Should we get on YouTube in general? Like, should this podcast, in in its full, you know, sort of all its glory, be put onto YouTube? Probably should. Yeah. I think we should sh- for sure start posting more content to sure. the YouTubes. Um. Yeah, call us in one eight hundred nine seven nine seven. I mean, I can do. I yeah, can, I can do it. Okay, cool. Uh, last story of the day, Kevin. Also comes from brand new. Also comes from under consideration, and also has a lot of people talking. A lot of people up in arms. A lot of people are talking about it. this. Came out today, so it's a bit of a late add to the rundown, mm-hmm. which is why it didn't lead the show. It, it is it's anchoring. It's anchoring the show. And it is a rebrand, the long-running establishment known as Girl Scouts, which the official name is Girl Scouts of the United States of America. I learned that today. Hmm. It is a youth organization for girls with the mission to build girls of courage, confidence, and character who make the world a better place. Everyone is familiar with the Girl Scouts. It's a, um, it's a legacy brand. It is an institution of this country. Um, obviously for, for, for its, its, um, programming, Mm -hmm. but also for its delicious cookies. (laughs) And, um, it has gotten a rebrand from the good folks over at Collins. And, uh, this was something that I was, I was a little intrigued by because I, uh, had the honor of judging a bunch of award shows this season. And so I did see this as being, uh, I did see this submitted. I did see that. I don't know if I could say that. I probably shouldn't say that, but I did see this in sort of like, you know, my judging. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I could say that I just saw it. You had inside baseball? Inside baseball. And I was like, whoa, 
this is really interesting. It definitely feels very Collinsy. It's quite beautiful. It's really interesting and obviously feels like a big project for them. Mm -hmm. And then over the last couple of months, they never posted about it. They never put it on their website. They never put it on their Instagram. And I was kind of always like, hmm, I wonder why that is. And just because I, I think it's a really proud moment for them. Yeah. It's a, it's a major brand and it's a really nice job. And I think I got a little insight into why that was the case today. And it was because people are a bit up in arms that they kind of, uh, they, 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 they got rid of the Saul Bass icon. With the, with the girls? Yes. The, the multiple girls, which is a design and a logo that's been around for a fuck ton of years. I'll say that. Okay. Um, I could probably get you the exact. They have a little on the, on, under consideration, they've got a little animation of the logo throughout the years. Got it. So, the um, so the full case study is now uh, out on, I guess, on brand new. Um, so I guess that means that Collins has provided it. Um, and yes, they do provide a little bit of a uh, uh, of a history of the truffle trefoil trefoil, which is sort of the mark that um, the brand has used for yeah over over a hundred years. And it was kind of uh, it brought to the world in 1912. And I'm trying to get a date on when they brought in the sort of like um, when they brought in the Saul Bass logo. I don't I don't have it in front of me. I'm trying to find it. But it's you got to imagine it's been 40, 50 years of that logo. Mm -hmm. So obviously it's one of those things that just like people hate change. Mm -hmm. People don't like when you kind of mess with the masters, I guess. But I did think that it was smart that to get ahead of it, they were going to sort of uh, show the history. So I found it in, um, no, this is, this is parody. The, infl the people on Brand New are making parody timelines of the future in which it's going to get even more simplified. So shout out to the Brand New comment section. So here's my initial thought. One, uh, I think it's a great job overall. I think it has mm -hmm. like incredible color and vibrancy. This is the thing that Collins is known for. It feels modern. It feels bold. It's got a beautiful custom typeface. It really reflects and feels like a perfect modern brand for Girl Scouts of the next generation. They have one image where they're making necklaces, quite like mine. Um, they, you know, the 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 new, the new icon looks great. You know, it's it's still green, but it sort of has that sort of like, you know, color on color, you know, thing that I think Collins is now famous for across the brand. So it has like a whole bunch of new colors mm -hmm. that give it sort of a big modern feel to it. I think actually simplifying the logo allows it to be, um, yeah, it allows it to kind of move into a new space. And I think it's a nice evolution. I think moving away from history and sort of, uh, you know, iconic designers that, have done iconic work. I remember then when the OCD crew did this, uh, like I think it was like 10 years ago, they, they updated that mark and they kind of added bangs mm -hmm. to one of the girls and people were like, there was like an outcry. People were like, how, how could you possibly add bangs? And I thought that was kind of ridiculous. So I think the update to the logo, yeah, it's a little oversimplified. It's a little bit more bland, but I think... I think there's purpose there. I think they are moving the Girl Scouts away from sort of gender normative, gender mm -hmm. um, specific. Uh, they're moving the brand 
away from that sort of representation of girls. And I think this does that. I think the challenge with it, to be honest, is like it's still in the name, it's still yeah. called Girl Scouts. So if it was just called Scouts and, you know, or, you know what I mean? It's, it's mm-hmm. sort of like you're, 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 it's hard to lose the gender of the logo while you still have a very gendered name. But I'm staying positive here. I genuinely think it's a beautiful job by, the, by them. I think the colors are, I think, I, I think the whole system just is yeah, really, the, really the colors gorgeous. Are wild. And like, I think the, the clothing is really nice. Oh yeah. The, the fucking, yeah. the brownie uniform is so sick. Yeah. I think that's also one of the things where it's like, if you're going to be super critical of them removing the old icon. Yeah. Think about the old icon being on that clothing and on those hats and on those jackets and on those backpacks. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would be. It wouldn't feel quite as modern. Yeah. I think it would feel more retro. I think this stuff starts to feel like wearable and very sort of like very, very, very cool in a new way. Yeah. There are a lot of people saying in the comments that um, at first glance, and this is my opinion. I share this opinion with who are these people in the comments that on first glance, um, they were a little wary, or we were a little wary about the icon and where it is now. Yeah. And then you see, go through and you look at it on application, and then it's like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing there. Like, this makes a lot of sense, and, you know, I came around and it grew on me. I yeah. like it. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. So, yeah, the Saul Bass logo has been there for the past 35 years. Uh, he died 26 years ago. Um, so, I mean, again, like, that has nothing to do with whether the logo should stay or not, but I do think... You're right. Like, I think at first glance, there's a bit of a sticker shock or just like a shock of like seeing the before and after. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you start to see the applications and you're like, oh, I get it. Like, this does push the brand forward. It does feel like an icon. And when you see it in sort of uh, in in the videos, uh, the fact that Mm -hmm. this mark has been around since 1912 and actually the, the girl's icon was inspired by this mark, which is what it was in the past. I think it. I think it makes sense. Like I think I can build the story around it, and I think it. I think they should be proud of it. And you know, I, I think. Yeah, I just think it's. I think it's a beautiful project. I think Collins. You know, again, like there's a reason why they're Collins. That's the reason why you know people love their work and hold their you know sort of to such high standards. Um, it's it's because projects like this, which are executed at a very very high level across all different touch points, and um, I think color theory is like obviously one of their strong suits mm-hmm. has always been when I was at vitamin water and we worked with them, like their color theory and their colored work was like incredible to be a part of and to watch and to see how they do it. It's amazing. And yeah, look at these colors, like look at the colors and, you know, look at these, like look at, look at these like mock-ups and look at the videos and just, it's a ton of really, really strong design. So I'm, you know, again, my first thought again on the Saul Bass logo was like, how do you, how could you do that? But I, I agree. I think looking through all the applications, looking through all the sort of, um, looking through it all a bit more and kind of sitting mm-hmm. with it. Again, I've only seen this today, really, like being able to sit with it. Yeah. Um, I think it. I think it makes a lot of sense, and I think they. Um, yeah, I think the backlash will subside, and I think this will be a mark that they can use for a really long time. Yeah. Uh, progress moves forward. So. Yeah, and then people and people hate change. I yeah. think people will always be like, "How dare you? How could you get rid of, uh, you know, a legend?" How could he do Saul Bass like that? He's lying in his grave. You know, that's what people are saying. And, you know, he didn't, he didn't die for this. And it's like, 
settle down, settle down, brand new commenter. Like, you know, it's not that, it's not that, it's not that serious. And like, I think the whole fact is sometimes design needs to signal a change. Yeah. And this is a change for the better. And Kevin, I agree. Progress is, uh, you know, takes many forms. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's cool. And I think this is, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm not as, I was never a Girl Scout. So I guess mm -hmm. it, it doesn't, the, the brand and the mark doesn't have as much meaning for me. I yeah. will admit that. So I'm less like precious with getting rid of it. And like Saul Bass, it's like, yeah, like he's an iconic, you know, Mount Rushmore designer. Yeah. Does that mean all of his designs can't be touched they, or they have to stay forever? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. In the comment section, I thought it was funny because it's just a bunch of dudes being like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know who we need to get the opinions of? Yeah, 45-year-old men in, the, in their basements on their home computers. Yeah. You know, come on, come on. Settle, settle down, settle down. Did you see any comments that resonated with you? So I have to say really quickly before we go, I was scrolling through the comments, and then one, one comment caught me off guard, and it's since been deleted, so I don't think you can find it. There's a female commenter, and then it said, nice pants, because, you know, there's one of those videos that has, like, you know, very cool yeah, pants. Yeah. Um, where it has like a drum suit that has like patches on it. It's mm -hmm. really dope. And it said, I really like the pants. I'd like to test out the zipper. Mm. And then there was a link. <laughs> <laughs> then it went straight to their OnlyFans oh, page. Yeah. And there was a video of, 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 of sex having on, the, on the, the link. Oh, you got that far into it? No, I just, that was on the first <laughs> click. And I was like, <laughs> what, <laughs> what? Is that, that spam, I guess, but it was yeah, like, it's bots. It, it's bots, bots. Are going crazy. But the, the bots are on brand new, uh, spamming to porn, but it, but it, but it tied to the, to the design. It was, yeah. it was brilliant. I'd like to test out the zipper on those, uh, Girl Scout pants. And then it was a, a link to OnlyFans. So, <laughs> attention, um, attention. The bots have, <laughs> the bots have infiltrated brand new comment section. <laughs> um, it got red me. alert, red it, alert. It got me. And, uh, did you at least subscribe? I did subscribe. It's only three ninety nine a month, and I thought that was totally reasonable and totally fair. Um, no, that 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 caught me off guard, and I had to chuckle and uh, had to mention it here. Listen, if program. you're if you're um, if you're shopping or if you're promoting your OnlyFans account on, on brand, brand new, new, that's lit. Like, good, good for you. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I salute yeah, you, yeah. Uh, Ar Armin. Like, leave that leave that up there. Like, I thought it was pretty. Let funny. them get their hustle on. No, that was pretty funny because yeah, you expect that kind of stuff on like. Pretty much any you know other Instagram. platform, yeah, yeah, but not in the brand new comment section where people are are, are promoting uh, their OnlyFans. Yeah, um, hilarious stuff. I uh, got to run. Shout out to Prickly. Shout out to design. Uh, shout out to shout out to just general graphic design as a whole. Shout out to NASCAR. Uh, shout out to yeah, shout uh, out Los NASCAR. Angeles. Um, shout out to YouTube. Uh, shout out to uh, Nessa Barrett. Um, this is the only name I remember from the YouTube uh, influencer creative okay. list. Um, shout out to Miller High Life. Shout out to the OnlyFans model. Who's, shout out to the OnlyFans model. Who's promoting on yep. brand new. And then um, I'm out of shout outs. Uh, shout out to you guys, the listeners. Send us your stuff. We will try it and give you guys basically free ads yeah. on, our, on, our, on our program. Also, uh, reverse shout out to Soho Hollywood. Soho House Hollywood. For um, last week's yeah, audio. We're, we're really sorry. We yeah. genuinely apologize for the lack of audio. We will never do that again. Next week, guest? Question mark? Guess question mark. Uh, tune in next week. To tune in next week to find out. To find out if we have a guess. Yes. Um, hit me with the music. Black dress.
with the tights underneath I got the breath of a last cigarette on my teeth And she's an actress, actress. but she ain't got no need She's got money from her parents in a trust fund back east T-t-t-tongues Always pressed to your cheeks While my tongue is on the inside of some other girl's teeth You tell your boyfriend, boyfriend. If he says he's got beef That I'm a vegetarian And I ain't fucking scared of him She wants to touch me woo. She wants to love me woo. She'll never leave me